Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, we've got uh, On the Block coming up here in a, in about 10 minutes. So Eric Strickland, Husker Hall of Famer and a longtime NBA vet, will join me in studio as he's uh, going to get used to doing as he's moving back home. And we're excited about that. We also have Mike Melby in studio. Uh, join us for the last segment. Of course, he's part of Sunday Rewind. And now uh, we take a, a dive into the past. We're rewinding even further. Than what song you got for me, week. Buck? I haven't heard it today. What is <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, going to back to 2005. And, of course, we got to get the theme going a little wait, bit tell me, Wait, 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 wait. Tell me the artist first. Let me guess. Uh, no, you, you you might just get this one. Let's see if you can get it. Mr. Brightside. <laughs> Mr. Brightside. Yes. Now, now you, this is 2005. Yeah, now you know you're in 2005 if you're ready for this. Nice. Uh, I'll do a quick uh, review kind of of the season, and then uh, we can uh, kind of talk about it a little bit here since Melby experienced it as well as a Husker fan. Uh, Nebraska came into the season, obviously, off that 2004 season. Uh, things did not go well, as we mentioned uh, the other day. Uh, first time not making a bowl in 35 years, a losing record, all that. Uh, but it was still the transition from um, Nebraska's, uh, you know, the old option offense to the West Coast. And in part of that, they had one of the top recruiters classes in the nation we would we would lose our minds if we were doing radio because they had at least according to one website uh the top recruiting class in the nation the other ones had them in the top five uh including marlon lucky a big time uh, uh commit five star supposed to be the next reggie bush uh you've got uh <laughs> real quick i gotta check <laughs> yeah, go ahead do you know who we took we took marlon lucky instead of Huh, no, I don't know. D'Angelo Williams. Oh, D'Angelo Williams. Oh, wow. That would have been pretty darn good. <laughs> uh, they had a few guys, like Leon Jackson, that class. It was a big class, and Dominic and Sue was there. Zach Taylor was a great class. Um, and uh, so it was, that was kind of cool, and that got Nebraska off and moving. Uh, for what it's worth, if you ever noticed the uh, Billy C. intro I do, where I say I love Billy C., that's a callback to the 2004 quarterback, Joe Daly, post-spring game thing that he uh, was like a, I can't remember the exact quote but he called his head coach Billy C Bill Callahan and that's uh that's not something you do maybe maybe even maybe these days you might get away with it a little more but not back then so he he was off he transferred he was listed like number 4 on the depth chart at the end of the spring he transferred Zach Taylor takes over in Nebraska actually starts off pretty well I suppose actually some question marks beginning the season cuz uh, they struggled a little bit against Maine um, they beat Wake Forest Zach Taylor's former team 31 to 3 so that was cool um, seven to six win over Pittsburgh. It was, it was, they were five and one to start the season. Mm. Come on. Well, I know. I'm, I'm just. I'm saying the the first game against Maine wasn't a good start, and so coming Maine. off off that five and six season, you're like, oh no, here it goes again. Uh, but then they got it going again. Beat number twenty three Iowa State in Lincoln, the first overtime game ever in Memorial Stadium, twenty seven to twenty, and then had number fifteen Texas Tech on the ropes. Even had them beat with an interception late, um, but the the man that had the interception fumbled it. Lakeven Smith. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, when you told me we were talking about 05, I told you guys, my first thought was, was this the 77-10 game or was this the Lakeven Smith game against Texas Tech? I knew it was 04-05, <laughs> but it was. 
Yeah, so uh, that uh, I was at that game. That was kind of sad. That disrupted the, the momentum there for a second. Uh, and then it, it kind of got worse. They had a three-game losing streak against some pretty good opponents. They lost at Missouri 41-24, to lost to Oklahoma 31-24. to The Rhett Bomar year, Oklahoma wasn't as good that season, but Nebraska still uh, failed to beat them and then uh, lost to Kansas 40-15. to And I keep telling you about all these streaks that were snapped that snapped mm-hmm. a 36-year winning streak over Kansas. So uh, that didn't help. And the Texas Tech-Oklahoma losses by the way, were the first consecutive home losses uh, for the first time since uh, uh, 37 years prior to that. So a lot of streaks being snapped. But Nebraska finished out the season the way you want to. Uh, Maybe a little bit off script. The Kansas State game, they won 27-25. Thanks in part to Harrison Beck, who (laughs) took off his red shirt. He was the big Bollywood quarterback recruit. Didn't turn out to be any good. He ended up transferring to North Carolina State, uh, and I'm sure they wish they didn't get him. He's he's a weird TikTok guy. uh, I was going to say, Harrison Beck is probably certifiably insane. He's crazy, yeah. He is. He's uh, on TikTok, I, I used to love him. Then I watched one of his lives, and I was like, this guy's off his rocker too much. I mean, he started <laughs> calling people out, so I don't know if I can <laughs> care for him too much. But he did help them beat Kansas State that year. Then they beat Colorado in the Restore the Order game. So this was like, we're taking back the Big 12 North. They beat Colorado 30-3. to Then a bunch of players at the end of the game took off their jerseys. They all had Restore the Order uh, oh, on nice. their shirt. It was awesome. Colorado, for what it's worth, went on to lose 70-3 to in the championship game, Big 12 championship game against. Texas and Vince Young, um, and then Nebraska had a, 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 a Alamo Bowl victory over Michigan, oh, uh, nice. thirty-two to twenty-eight, and it, it wild, wild finish where Michigan lateraled the ball like seven times. One of them was a fumble. Nebraska thought that the game was over. They started getting on the field. Michigan less, but still some Michigan players were on the field. It was like an, it looked like you know the band was on the field call <laughs> for back in the day. Zach Bowman, I think, ends up catching the guy and, and tackling him, and Nebraska finishes eight and four. That game, the Michigan game and the bowl game, um, I've never been known to shy away from, you know, stuff going on in bars when alcohol and fists start flying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. You're a bar fight guy? <laughs> I, was actually, I, I always wanted to get in a bar fight. Awesome. So does Tom. I know I, he does. I was actually in three three different altercations that night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I need I, to go partying with you. Yeah, we need to go get some bar fights. I can promise you, I don't remember most of the night. I've only the, my recollections of most of the night were from people telling me what happened. Oh yeah, I may have started drinking a little bit before kickoff, like a day and a half or something. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I've I've heard stories of my night that night, and I'm like, I did what? And I stood on the table and uh, no. <laughs> Not me. That's somebody else. So yeah, no, that was. <laughs> Box just got really excited. You're a bar fight guy. Oh yes. man, well because he said he got in three well, bar fights that <laughs> night. I know Tom, especially your partner, really wants to get in a bar fight before he's done. No, it, I, <laughs> what? I, me, no more for me, man. Oh, I'm you're old. done. No, I. Oh yeah. Like I think I pulled a muscle trying to like reenact <laughs> throwing a punch a second ago. So. What do they always say? You, you you don't know how dangerous they are until you get punched, because then you know you can recover. You know you can get back up. True. Yeah. Have you never been punched in the face, Buck? Oh, I've been punched before. See, there you go. Yeah. I'm dangerous. I know I'm dangerous. Are, are you dangerous? I just don't get in fights. Like I don't like. I usually avoid conflict more than that anything. You do see. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. 
But I do want to get in a fight before it's over. Bach's too wholesome. <laughs> Bach doesn't need to be getting in fights. He's yeah. too wholesome. Well, I also have a head injury. If there's like if there's a, a spot on my head, I should probably say this on air, but if you hit me, <laughs> I might die immediately. All so. right, so don't hit me. I'm not really great. I'm probably not the bar fight type, to be honest with you. But that's cool to hear stories about it. <laughs> uh, also, 2005, that's when uh, that's when Vince Young, uh, the best, probably one of the best college football games, I'd say the best college football game I've ever seen, uh, with Texas yeah. and Vince Young beating USC. Uh, USC had, of course, Matt Leinert, Reggie Bush, all that. Bear, uh, for that year, Reggie Bush won the Heisman. They took it away. It's up to you if you want to count it for him. Um, also, it was the uh, Brady Quinn, Charlie Weiss, uh, better Notre Dame team. Yes. Charlie Weiss' first year there. Tri- tricked yes. everybody into thinking he'd be a good coach. Brady Quinn was awesome. Uh, and they then, played LSU in what? The Sugar Bowl? Yeah, maybe? they didn't win. No, but it was still smoked. cool. Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, that's right. Hey, who, who was it that, that was an ESPN pundit that said Brady Quinn was going to win four Heismans? Oh, I, I do What? Yeah. It was one of Brady the, Quinn was awesome. I will give Brady Quinn that. <laughs> I'm more of a Brady. Jimmy Clausen guy. Jimmy Clausen was also awesome. But, uh, Brady Quinn was, was pretty cool. Awesome. <laughs> Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn's a good-looking man. That's why they put them on TV. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not wrong. I have yeah. appreciation for people going on TV. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got. He is a good-looking man. Well, we can a, see. There you go. There's a damn good reason Tom and I have got 68 years' experience in radio. <laughs> <laughs> we got you on web camera. You like that at least, Mo? We got. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. Believe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to Mike Melby of Sunday Rewind. And remind us what time to tune in Sunday. Six to seven. Tom and I are going to recap the week in sports. It's going to be the fastest hour of sports talk you've ever heard. Tune in and enjoy. Uh, call the hotline too, 402-464-5685. That's a Honda Lincoln hotline. You can get in the show as well. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Maybe we'll see you guys more often on Fridays. That'll yeah. wrap it up for the ticket water cooler. We got Eric Strickland in studio. He's coming home and he's coming here next here on 937 the ticket.